0: for tuning into this episode of rainy days with tabs i am your host tabitha and it's such a pleasure to have you here today on today's episode i will be talking about three things i would tell my younger self like if i could do life again these are three things that i would have told myself in advance to either save time save tears or save energy And the first one is that your weight will fluctuate. I mean, I think as a woman, like we just deal with weight insecurity. Um, Oftentimes, like there's a lot of pressure on looking a certain type of way. Like not only does the media like express that we should not express, but there's like an emphasis in the media that you should look a particular way. But I think it, like, heightens, like, even when you hear it from family members. So I moved up to Tampa to obtain my undergraduate degree in public health. And I remember, like, when I did decide, okay, I'm going to go up, like, some of the comments that I received were, like, girl, just get ready for that freshman 15. And I didn't really know what these people were talking about because I'm, like, okay, like, I've basically been relatively this way. Like I was a little on the chunkier side in middle school. Not really, but like, you know, I had thighs then, got thighs now, but you know, it was just, you know, I had more than most in elementary, not elementary, in middle school. And then fast forward to high school, I feel like Of course, I had body insecurities. I feel like no matter how old you get, like, you're gonna feel some kind of way about your body at some point in time. Like, you'll never feel like, okay, like, my body is perfect. Maybe. Some people do. I mean, I don't know. But (laughs) I just, I haven't had that experience yet. Granted, Um, there were many times when I did feel like, okay, like I like how I look. It's just, you know, maintaining it and making sure that it continues to stay this way. But I never looked at my body as being perfect. Um, which is okay. I feel like perfection is a a fraud. But anyways, so they tell me, oh, you know, when you basically move up there, I was a transfer student. So that's another reason why it didn't make any sense to me. But they're like, when you move up there, you're going to gain about 15 pounds, And I couldn't understand it because I'm like, I don't even eat that much now. Like, I don't see myself gaining that much weight. What I didn't account for was the fact that I was becoming a young woman. And, you know, along with just your monthly cycles, there's also other hormonal changes that occur every month. And even if it's just that you're in a season of happiness and you're around people that make you happy and you just, you're a foodie, you know, like accounting for the fact that you start to enjoy food because you're trying different kinds of food from all over it's like you start to enjoy those things and so I gained weight I mean I can't say I gained 15 pounds but I know I was close to 200 pounds and I remember that being like when I did get weighed I remember me saying what like how is this even possible like what like it was absolutely crazy to me that I had gained so much weight within just a couple years like it wasn't like oh you know years had passed by it was like I was probably gaining about 20 pounds every year And so I realized at that point in time, when I was close to 200, for me personally, because my body has never been at that weight, I was like, I need to get it together. Like I need to, I need to narrow down like what I eat. I need to be more cautious of those things because I mean, my mom and my grandmother um, have diabetes. And so just knowing that that's something that could impact me, I wanted to like take the reins on it before it. It was something that occurred because at that point in time like it's familial and so you know i did you know i started exercising at the beginning of 2020 all throughout really like just the majority of 2020 i really like cut down on the weight and i lost like um i would say at least 15 pounds um right now i'm at a weight like i'm okay with it of course like you're always gonna want better and i'm not at a point where i'm comparing myself to other people but i know it does happen but it was difficult for me during that time when I did gain weight, when I was close to 200 pounds, because every time I would come down, like I'd have those family members that would say a comment here or there. And I really wouldn't understand why they were so concerned with my weight. Um, and yeah, you would argue that they were just concerned about me. But I just, I never took it that way. I don't feel like if they cared that much that they would share those comments the way they did granted you know we're all human we all make mistakes we all don't know how to communicate effectively but it just it did not help to hear their comments but then also know myself that yo I'm gaining weight and like not that I don't know how to stop it but I'm at a point where it's not that I don't care but I'm not as like invigorated to do something about it and so Every time I would come down for holidays, I would notice certain family members like watching my plate and saying, oh, you know, like after that plate, like don't get any more food. And, you know, it's the comments here and there that was just driving me crazy. And at some point in time, my mom commented on my way. And I feel like that was like the final straw for me. But instead of me deciding, like, okay, you know, well, let me do something about my weight. Let me actually try to lose weight. Like, let me, you know, slim down. Like, maybe these people are seeing something I'm not saying. Instead, I took it so offensively. And I was like, you know what? I'm not coming down anymore. So I missed a couple holidays, major holidays, because I just didn't want to hear other people comment about my weight. And it really affected me. But I've grown to learn that... As a woman, your weight is going to fluctuate. Um, I don't know about a man because, you know, I'm not a man, so I can't speak on behalf of the men, but for sure as a woman, your weight is going to change. Like, your body goes through so much in just one month, and just more so of just, like, our body composition. Like, we're just, we have more of the fat. (laughs) And um, there's more adipose tissue there as opposed to men are typically more leaner. I mean, a man can literally... I've seen it like where men like prepare for like movie scenes and they're like, okay, let me pump out a couple of ups before this scene and you see a difference. And it's like, women can't do that. Like we cannot do that and be successful. Um, But really I just didn't feel like it was fair for me to like beat myself over just my body changing every month or my body changing every three to four months. It's like, yes, I feel like what is more important then the fact that my body is starting to look different should be the fact that what is my diet? How am I treating my body? Like, am I eating whole healthy foods as opposed to looking on the outside and saying, I don't like how I look on the outside. It's like, how am I treating my inside? You know, like, am I consuming more carbonated beverages than I should? Um, am I drinking enough water? I felt like when I started to pay attention to those things and I said, okay, you know, I'm not going to eat out or, you know, if, um, I'm going to do intermittent fasting, I'm going to fast, you know, for these certain amount of hours and eat within this eight hour window so that I can see a change in my body and just so like a feel better and so that my body can rejuvenate itself. I felt like when I focused on the internal, that's when I did see that weight loss. And yes, I was exercising, but I always hear it and it's annoying to hear because you want it to be exercise. You want it to be something that's easy. But in part of losing weight or just seeing a difference in your body is going to be those internal things. It's going to be, you know, maintaining like an adequate amount of fluid intake, specifically water, lessening your carbonated drinks and your juices. But I I feel like when I focused on those things, I wasn't so much looking at like my exterior, but my exterior started to change because of my internal changes. Nevertheless, I wish someone would have told me your body is going to change. It's not going to stay the same. And that's a good thing. It's okay. (laughs) You know, you're not a kid anymore. Like you're gonna see different you know, different changes in your body and that's all right. Embrace them while they're there. If there's something you could do about it, go ahead and put in that effort. But don't beat yourself down because your body is not looking the way others think that it should. Or just your own perception of how, like, you feel like your body should look. Like, it's okay that we have our down seasons and if you're one of those family members, unknowingly too that make fun of other people for their weight or you make a comment here or there, like, please just be mindful of the fact that We're all in our own lane, stuck in traffic, and our bodies are different. And you can, me and you can be on the same diet regimen and it just won't work for you the way it works for me. I hear people that like eat for their blood type. I didn't even know that was a thing. I wanna try it, but it's just our bodies are so different. Um, And so it's okay that you don't look like the woman next to you, like you won't, no matter how hard you try. People spend tons of money to look like this person and they still don't because you'll never look like that person. Um, At one point in time, I felt like I had like a body shape I wanted to obtain. Always imagine myself having like an hourglass figure. In my head, I thought that I would always have like the not smaller boobs, but, like the medium sized boobs. And then you move to like the slim ways and then the thighs. And I feel like that's not the, sh- that's not <laughs> the direction my body is going in right now. <laughs> like my boobs are bigger than I thought they would be um my my stomach is like you know I got those little pockets of fat and you know my thighs have basically stayed the same um and I'm like okay I gotta work on those pockets of fat in my stomach it's just like the hardest part and wow like no matter how much weight I tried to lose my boobs are still not going anywhere so it's like those little things that they're gonna annoy you and they're gonna be like the most annoying things in the world and you're like geez, like, when is this gonna change for me? But just have patience with yourself. Like, you go through a lot. You go through a lot, woman, throughout the whole month. Like, have patience with your body. It's okay. Do what you can, but if you don't achieve it right away, don't give up. Like, there's still light at the end of the tunnel, and if you're trying to look a particular way to make other people feel good, or just to even get the attention of men or certain men, I've learned throughout the years that men don't care. At least someone that really values you and values you for who you are, they will not care how you look um, to a certain degree. Of course, they're gonna wanna, you want someone that cares about your health. You want someone that cares about your well-being, and that they don't wanna see you like eating like a pig and then you end up having high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, you know, and all these other chronic diseases. But you do want someone that is going to say, listen, I noticed you, like, even if they don't mention it, like, oh, I noticed you gained a couple of weight, but they won't make you feel bad for gaining weight. They won't make you feel any less pretty, any less valuable because you don't look the way that they would want you to look. And if they have a preference, listen, there's so many other women out here. If I'm not that preference, it's okay. Life goes on. But somebody, I'll be somebody's preference. And so, yeah. That was numero uno. So your weight will fluctuate. Specifically for my ladies, I can't speak for my men. The second one is that some friendships have a cap. I mean, I guess I should have always known this. As long as I've had friends (laughs) since I was younger, I've just always had some type of issue with a friend. Um, To some degree, it's like there's an argument here, argument there. I mean some friendships just ended you know the way they ended and I never really understood why or whatever but I think a lot of it is just the fact that there are certain people that are supposed to walk with you through certain seasons and you know that but then it's like sometimes it's like the least expected friends that you did not expect for us not to walk into this season together that you end up walking into that season alone or separately and It's a huge blow because a lot of people, I don't know if this is the same for a lot of other people, but I've heard and I can agree that friendships ending compared to relationships ending are two different things. I feel like when a friendship ends, like, not that it's a bigger blow, but it's just as impactful as a relationship, like, because there's a lot of history between you and that friend. Like there's a lot of things that happened. There's a lot of things that you know about their family dynamic and vice versa. And to know like that person can no longer be there. I remember I was recently ended a friendship and the young lady wanted to talk to my mom and basically tell my mom that the friendship had ended. And I could not understand it. I just could not understand it because I'm like, I don't even know why you want to talk to my mom right now. Like, like what would this do? But you know, in hindsight, I can see how at this point in time, my mom knows that you're my friend, and so she, I guess, this young lady felt like my mom should know that she won't see her anymore. I didn't feel like I should have done that. I didn't feel the need to do the same courtesy with her mom, ma- with her mother. Um, and I still don't. But it's more so the fact that like you really have someone in your life for a duration of time and friendships the end of friendships could also mean severing those ties that you thought with those family members just like when relationships end it could be the end of you know the relationship with that family too i remember i was um ending a relationship with an ex and i was actually more sad that the relationship ended not because of the ex but because of his mom Me and her had a dope relationship, like I started to get to know her better, we spoke very often, I mean, I remember just like being like so devastated, I even considered still being her friend, even though me and her son weren't um, gonna be together, and, you know, of course, I had to snap out of it because I'm like, tab, like, no, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, that is her child. She's going to always support him. She's going to always have his back. And even though she would tell me like, oh, you know, he made the biggest mistake of his life You're the best thing that ever happened to him, yada, yada, yada. She was bringing my head up. It still really impacted me. And so um, to go back, friendships do have a cap. And it's a matter of Sometimes, like, you just go in different directions that you didn't imagine you would. And that's okay. Like, because I feel like the direction that you're going now, there's going to be someone that's going to be heading that same way that you could be friends with. Just like there's tons of people in the world that you could decide to um, to date. Like, you shouldn't feel like there's, like, a lack of potential mates. Like, I feel like there shouldn't be a lack of friends. Granted, you know, you just depending on how the relation how the friendship ended it's a matter of like well am i going to find someone that's going to be as loyal as this person was and loyalty is hard to come by these days and so what is that going to be like when i enter this new friendship and just like for someone like me i remember like i put out an episode not too long ago and i was telling you guys that i was just i'm i've been always surrounded by friends i've always been surrounded by people and right now i'm in a season where you know there's very few people around me and I know like for some people like that's like yeah that's how I like it that's how I like it and I'm like yeah I mean that's how I like it too That that's what it's been but it's different when you have few people that you can hang around I have few people and I can't even hang around them if that makes sense like we don't live in the same city like the only form of hanging out is a FaceTime call at this point or if I or if either of us were to take a trip. So it's not even that I just don't have a few people around me, which is I what I like. I can't be around them as much as I'd like to. And so that's been a blow. I mean I've been doing okay. It's been nice to just kind of be with myself and kind of find other different avenues to meet new people. Um you know not even just on a friendship basis, but just to communicate with other people that isn't the people in my household, um has been different and it's been enlightening. And just even picking up little hobbies here and there that I could do on my own, or if I decide to go sit at Starbucks one day, like my life isn't falling apart. It's just different. And so I've always just coined, and I recently like I came up with a quote and I like it. I don't want anyone to steal it, and if you do, just make sure you put my name under it. But I, you know, kind of decided, like, especially when it came to letting go of certain friendships, I knew that the weight of that friendship just couldn't be, it just couldn't be more important than my peace. Like, it's either you or me, baby, at this point, <laughs> and I'm going to choose me, because at the end of the day, like, you're going to choose you. Um, and I can't find my quote. Okay. I can't find my quote. But basically what it was saying was just like, you know, like the weight of this friendship shouldn't be more important than just like your own like mental health and just like your own mental protection. Like if it's toxic, just drop it. If it's toxic, just drop it because it's not going to benefit either of you in the long run. And it's okay. It's totally okay if you um lose certain people in your life. Like, I mean, if they're not there, they're not there. It's not like you can do anything about it. You can only move forward. You cannot move back. You learn from your mistakes because nobody is perfect in any in either side. Everybody's going to have their faults. Something I did, something you did played a role in why things didn't progress the way they should have. Um and that's okay. You just got to move forward and keep a pushing. And lastly, the third one is that you are the choice and not an option. Ladies, I am ladies, men, whatever. Um, whoever's listening. <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> sometimes like when I look at my dashboard, I always like majority of my listeners are women. Um, but then there are a couple men that listen and I appreciate it. Thank you. Um for listening to me. But I don't know who to address sometimes so but I think I'll just I think this is a universal thing to say like you are the option and not a choice um and it's as embarrassing as it is it's been that case for me I feel like I've always been a choice and not the option in terms of like it's one or it's you or somebody else Tabitha and it's like why like why am I not enough for you like and you know I feel like I'm perfect. Just ask me. (laughs) And so the fact that you don't even think I'm perfect, it's behooves me. Like, why would you even think that this person has anything on top of me? And that's totally a joke. Like, I know, like, I'm not like all that in a bag of chips on certain days, not all days. But it's just a simple fact that like, I don't feel like it's ever okay to feel like you're number two. And I felt like that um, a lot of times. And as heartbreaking as it is I feel like I needed to learn that because a lot of women kind of deal with it it's either and you know in different aspects too so I remember this one guy he was like oh you know um he wanted to get to know me and he liked me he was like oh you know I was talking to you know a family member and I was telling them about you and I was like really like what are you telling them and he's like oh you know I was telling him, I was telling my family member that I I can't decide, you know, between you and another woman. And I'm like, well, definitely choose her. Don't choose me. I didn't know I had to be, like, I don't know, vetted to this family member, like, for you to make a choice. Like, if you should have made a choice on your own. And that in itself bothered me because, like, you know, I don't even want anything to do with you. You figure that out on your own and leave me out of it. Actually, just remove me. Choose the other woman because she's clearly the one you want if you can't decide between the both of us. Um, But it happens so often, even if it wasn't in that situation. Like, I've heard of, like, men, like, choosing other women and not their wife or, like, the wife being second or whatever the case may be and just – People that cheat on other people, and yeah, you know, people have many reasons as to why they cheat. I just always think, like, it sucks just not to be good enough for somebody. Um, But then when you actually get into a solid relationship where you realize, oh, my God, I am good enough for you. Like, I am the only person that matters to you. It gives you a different perspective on how you should have been treated in the past, and it really just helps you to not only value yourself, but to really appreciate that other person that they weren't, they didn't come in trying to waste your time. They didn't come in being unsure about who you were, um, and unsure about their decision. And so I say that to anybody, like you are not a choice, but instead the option, right? Did I say that right? You are the option, right? Are those both, are those words the same? Do you guys get what I'm saying? Like you are the only person that that person wants. There he goes. If that wasn't clear, I don't know what else is. And I'm sorry if those two words came off very confusing like they were the same thing. Because I feel like option is like there's different options. I should have came up with a different like. (laughs) Anyways, you guys get what I'm saying. You guys get what I'm saying. Like, should it have been you are the choice and not the option? Should that... What? It, okay. Either way. Either way. Um. You guys get my mojo. You get what I'm trying to say. So let's just move on from here. Just, just ignore all of that. But let's move on. And you know what I was trying to say? That you should always be... There should be no number two. How about that? If there is one and two no 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 there was just only one and um you'll know when you're the only one there will be no question and i felt like i would be unsure but i've recently experienced that you'll know when you're the only one and i think that's that's a lot to say within itself i thought about one more thing guys the very last thing in terms of something i've learned that i would tell my younger self. And that is to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I fight with God all the time, whether in my thoughts, whether just with things that I say, my feelings. I can't say there are many times when we're on the same page. And that's because I think I know better. I'm going to always feel like I know best um, in my small mind, but God always knows best. And I feel like if I would have just relied on him and just surrendered earlier in my life, things would be different for me. Am I okay with the fact that my life turned out how it is and that I went through certain things and went through certain struggles? Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, that it is what it is, right? I can't go back, but to my younger self, and just for myself going forward, you don't know it all. You won't know it all. And no matter how much advice people give you, they don't know it all. Because they still have to go through things that they know nothing about. Everybody is stepping into new territory every single day, every single minute, every single hour. Like there's things that people are experiencing and yet they might all be similar. They are not the same. And so just trusting in God is really the backbone of getting to where you need to be total surrender as difficult as it is is the only way to make it through this life and oftentimes I don't really know what that looks like I'm not even going front because there are times when I thought I did surrender but I didn't and I know that because things didn't turn out the way I, I thought they would But in those small increment moments when I did surrender and I did say, God, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I kind of need you to, like, guide me. I kind of need you to show me around. He did just that, and he did it beautifully. And I would have to say with perfection. And so those are the four things I would tell my younger self. And I'm sure you guys have things that you would tell your younger self, too. It would be important for you to think about those things. And although you feel like it would be something for your younger self, it may be for yourself right now, too. It may be able to help you to break down certain things in your life that have occurred and ways that you would want to move forward. We always say to ourselves, like, I won't do that or I won't go back there again. But what is there or what is that if you haven't acknowledged it? If you haven't made it known, if you haven't set it aside and say, "Okay, this is this. How do you know you won't go back? You don't know that. So, yeah, that is all for you folks. Let me go ahead and pray. Uh, Gracious Father, I just want to tell you thank you so much for all of life's many lessons. Um, We titter and totter on what we feel like is right, and there are times when we just don't know. Um, If I were to design my life, in no way, shape, or form would it have turned out like this, But I can't complain because this is the only life that I get to live. And I want to be complacent in it. There are younger people out here in, in this world that are going through similar things. And they're looking for a way out and they just can't find it. I pray for wisdom and understanding for them. And for the young adults like myself that are just kind of traveling through this life and trying to see purpose in what they're going through. Help them to reflect on where they've been And how they like to improve for the future. And we love and trust in you. Not because we deserve anything. But but because you're a great God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. And you guys know it does not rain always. But it's raining today. So please go stand in the rain.